Hey, this is Ben from Head North, and you're listening to Spinning Thought. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 65 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at ya, and I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in a little while because this is like the episode after the weekend gap and everything, so I've missed you all, and it's so great to be back again. Now, I actually have a lot to cover in this episode. My interview sheet is actually rather large, so I'm not going to bullshit this intro i just want to jump into things i'm super stoked about this band being here so everybody please help me in welcoming i've got ben from head north ben how's it going brother it's going well how are you doing i'm doing really great uh i'll tell you i'm sweating my um i'm just sweating a lot (laughs) it's finally like really hot dude yeah how's it uh yes how is it up your way you're up in new york Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo, New York. Okay. All right, you guys feeling okay up there? Uh, yeah, we're managing. It's probably not as hot as, as you guys here in Ohio. Pittsburgh. Like, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh, sorry. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, you're a little a little more south than us, but uh, yeah. we we got the advantage of having the lake right next to us, so we get you know a decent amount of breeze from that. Yeah. Thankfully. Yes, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. No doubt, man. So as I was saying in the intro, uh, there's a lot that we're going to be covering here today. I'm really grateful for you being here. Um, the the first topic that we're going to dive into, man, I just got to tell you, um, this album that we're going to be talking about is just phenomenal. Phenomenal. I really, really like Thank it. Thank you. Kudos on just knocking it out, dude. It's one of my favorite of 2017. So for those who don't know, uh, the band Head North just released its debut full length, The Last Living Man Alive Ever in the History of the World on June the 2nd, so not too long ago. It's still fresh. Uh, like I was saying, what an incredible collection of music this is. I was really looking forward to hearing it, and it, it just crushed all expectations. How's the band feeling about the release now that it's finally out? Absolutely amazing, man. It's, it's been, like, the longest process ever, but yeah, it feels so incredible to, like, finally have people hear it. It's It's a really cool thing. Talk to me about some of like these, um, like some of the behind the scenes stuff about the album, like just like the normal stuff. Where was it recorded? Who produced it? Who else was involved or any other hands like in the pot on this? Give me some details there. Um, so we recorded it at uh, Barbershop Studios in Lake Hopacon, New Jersey, um, with the engineers Kevin Kumetz. And Gary Sioni, um, and the producer was Brett Ramis. Um, I guess a little background on those guys. Brett used to play drums in I Am the Avalanche and The Movie Life, and oh, now no way. Bands. I didn't know yep. that. Oh, um, cool. Kevin uh, recorded the With the Punches full length, um, and. Gary was really just getting his hands wet um, with with our record, but he still was a huge, huge help. Um, and we were connected to these guys through our booking agent. Um, That's a healthy group of uh, people helping out. And uh, the movie life, they got back together. They're, like, dropping an album, aren't they? Like, in, first in, like, 20 yep. years or something? Yep. Yeah, Brett's and, and Brett's with them. He's doing that whole thing. Oh, um, my God. I'm I really can't wait for that. For him. Yeah, dude, that's really... Yeah. Really awesome. So um, you were saying that, you know, finally this is out. It, it took a lot of hard work. There's so much shit that goes into building such a great record. When did the band start writing the songs for the album, and how long were you actually in the studio recording it? Um, we started – this. Well, okay, so the sound was recorded in May 2016. Um, 
we were there for about two and a half weeks recording, um, and it was written uh, in the year prior to that, I guess. From oh, wow. Maybe like November, December 2015 to uh, about April of 2016. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, it was in every step of the, of the way, it was a very, very long experience. Yeah. But, um, were there any hiccups you know, along like, the way or was it, ju- I mean, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's been done for a year. Yeah. Um, and, and the biggest hiccup was, uh, trying to find a home for the record. Okay. Um, yeah. we, we were back and forth, uh, on from one thing to the next, trying to find, a. uh, you know, the right label to pick it up or whatever. And every avenue that we pursued just never really panned out. And uh, we started to kind of feel ourselves shifting in this direction where it just made sense for us to, like, be our own band again. And uh, I think since we realized that, it's been, like, a pretty incredible experience. So you mentioned, you know, you were trying to find a home for the album and everything. I'm curious, how do band like, what is the process that bands go through? Like, is it better to, um, to like shop around the album before it like drops, like officially, uh, to give almost like first rights to the, the label or is it better to go about it where you release it yourself and, and see how it reacts to the public. And then maybe that draws the interest of the label. Like, is there a right or wrong way to go about it? Well, I mean, realistically speaking, a label is not going to like buy a record once it's out. Well, to to showcase what you guys do. I mean, obviously you'd probably write a new or re-release with them. Right. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, realistically speaking, we were on the page at the time of, you know, this is our first full length record and we need to like set the course for the band and put it out through a a reputable label. Right. Um, so that was our mindset for a very long time and it got to the point where we had been off the road for over a year. Nobody was talking about us anymore. And that was probably a huge reason why we were having trouble getting a a deal. And uh, we realized that nothing was going to start happening for the band unless we put music out. Um, And that had to be, had to mean doing it ourselves. Um, Right. So, so once we realized that it was like, okay, um, you know, shift in mindset to you do every single thing you can. And I feel like it was, I'm, I'm really thankful for it at this point because I've, you know, we've opened up our, our brains to like all these different creative outlets and ideas yeah, yeah. and have, have utilized uh, people and the connections that we know and have made over the years to create cool things and, and further the reach of this record um, via, via, via friends and, and really just like allow people that we know to do what they do best and in collaboration with us um i.e you know the little elephant thing that we'll talk about more later but exactly like things like that have really would have never happened had we decided to do it with a label and um i i think that that's a really really cool thing and and what more would i have you know would we ever want out of like a career as a band but to just like be genuine and and create cool art and content for for the people that actually care about it you know absolutely dude i totally agree with you and I, i'm not you know there's been i think some great music in 2017 so far like really this year's been blowing me away but this album mm-hmm. is is seriously up there is is just one of the most impressive albums i've heard it i, I could tell that there's been time that's put into it care attention and it's 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 not like uh it's not overdone. Like it's like very raw and I like it. You know, I just think it's really, really good. So nice job. Thank you. Yeah, man. I mean, this is something to be proud of. No doubt. Is there a track off of the album that is just like really personal to you or that is your favorite, whether it's to perform live or just in general that you appreciate? Um, I would say that my favorite song just in general on the record is 
Stranger Sounds. Um, I just think that that song nice, yeah. is such a cool, um, I don't know, it, it has this vibe for me. To, I, I always like say that it reminds me of like a Goo Goo Dolls song. Um, and, and that might be because they're from Buffalo and we have this, you know, huge, like hometown connection kind of thing right. to them. Um, but just like the genuineness of it and like how it just makes you feel really good. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just like a beautiful song. And really, I feel like we hit the nail on the head with that song and it's not like we put too much shit in it and we didn't put, you know, we didn't like leave enough shit out. It was like everything just kind of fell into place where it needed to be. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, a, it's just like a really beautiful song. It, really, I'm, I'm it really is. It's my, it's my favorite sure. from the album. And, uh, so it's funny you Thank say you. that. Yeah. And it's actually, actually it's going to be the song that we're going to play here in a couple minutes, uh, for everyone to jam to themselves if they haven't heard it, or I'm, I'm assuming they have, you get to hear it again. And that's the best part. Now, um, what I'm curious to Ben, before we move on and play, Stranger Sounds is what is the best memory for you throughout this whole process? These uh, last couple of years, a lot of time and effort has gone into this album. Best memory for you? Um, hmm, start to finish. Let's see. I mean, the recording process alone was, was phenomenal. Uh, and I, we definitely learned so much during that. Um, but I definitely think that as, as shitty as it was, the the months and months of, of waiting around to hear a no over and over um, was we learned a lot about ourselves. We, it, it taught us a lot of, uh, I don't know, it, it taught, gave us some, some humbleness, yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, reminded us that we're just people and, and, <laughs> you know, we don't deserve anything. Um, and I don't know, it, regardless of how much it sucked we like really came together as a band and regardless of you know the fact that we were not getting shit as a band like we were still together and uh still care about each other as a band um and i don't know it's like that's the coolest part to us about this album being out now and us being like you know playing shows and, and getting back out there and doing the thing is like who cares? You know, <laughs> nothing else, nothing else matters. We're just here to have fun and yeah. we're here to play music. And that's literally the only thing we give a shit about. Hey man, that's something to fucking live by. I'll tell you, it really is. I'm all about it. Yeah. I, I will get that tattooed on me maybe someday. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So look, dude, on your forehead. Yeah, okay, well let's not push it. Um, so <laughs> wh what we're going to do right now is, uh, I, I alluded to it. We're going to play Stranger Sounds. This is off the debut full length, The Last Living Man Alive Ever in the History of the World by Head North. Ben, you down with it? Yeah. All right, let's do it, everybody. Please enjoy.
So you just listened to Stranger Sounds off the debut full length, The Last Living Man Alive Ever in the History of the World by Head North. Uh, now, Ben, you said that this is your favorite track off of uh, the album. It's it's mine. It's a fantastic. It's f- fantastic is what it is. <laughs> it's a fantastic song. What, what kind of insight can you provide around this track? I know we talked about it for a minute, but any kind of like inside band info on it? Um, it's a love song. Uh, yeah. Um, there's, I guess I could nerd out a little bit. There's two, two full drum set tracks on this song. Oh, um, wow. We recorded one, the, the drums that are in the, in the first intro, um, that you hear that are kind of like eight bit crushed and affected. Yeah. Um, those were recorded on like a tiny jazz cantina kit um in a completely sound isolated room and um yeah yeah, awesome so yeah we we did it up like that and kind of like muted the snare drum a lot and oh my god uh, you know threw towels on the hi-hats and shit um and then the full like you know real drum kit comes in on the first chorus and remains throughout the rest of the song um but we just kind of like left the original beat under it too for the rest of the song too so that's something that's a little interesting in there um and there also are trumpet parts um in the two pre-choruses that brent played as well um he we wouldn't call him a professional trumpet player, but he knows <laughs> how to play the trumpet. Um, he did it in middle school, and he still had his trumpet. Um, and kind of, you know, he just brought it to the recording, and uh, it fit, and it worked, and it sounds really, really cool in there. That is so um, cool. And what else? Um, There's more? I'm I'm just trying to think of like <laughs> cool things that are that are in that song. Oh man. Uh jeez, I mean we could probably do this for every single track on the album, huh? That might be another oh, time, yeah. another yeah. another day, huh? <laughs> yep, yep. Dude, no, that's awesome. I mean, it, it, actually that kind of stuff really intrigues me. Um you know, I always and through different phases of my life of playing in bands and stuff, there were times where being on stage was like the highlight to me like I love doing everything and I still do love playing and obviously like doing a music show and everything uh but more recently and for the longest span of time that is switched to where my passion really falls in the studio and like writing and mm-hmm. recording like I love that I love creating so what you're saying about like these little nuances in stranger sounds and then you know I'm sure throughout the other tracks of the album like that's fucking cool dude I dig it very nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to re-listen to it and like pay attention more now to what you just said. So Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, All right. So on the topic of, you know, writing and recording and also touring, uh, let's talk about um, a really nasty looking tour um, that is coming up. So um, let's see here. It is going to actually, it's this week. Okay. So you, you're heading out on June the 15th. I think that's this Thursday. And it goes yep. through July the first, so that that's a hell of a hell of a span there uh, with Gates. And honestly, brother, I need you. To, I've been trying all day. I don't know how to say this <laughs> band name. What is it? Vasudeva. I okay. I was close. I was I was saying Vasudeva. I was a little bit strong on the e, I guess. Yeah. Vasudeva. More of a Vasudeva. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I tried, dude. Honestly, for like an hour today, and I gave up. I was like, "Fuck! I'm just gonna. Okay. I'm gonna have Ben oh, tell dude. me what it is." Um. So, <laughs> how are you feeling about this tour? That's right about to kick off. I'm very excited. Um. Been getting ready. I'm officially sick of serving yuppies at the coffee shop, so I'm ready <laughs> to leave. Um. But uh, yeah, we're we're getting ready, man. We're stoked. We're only playing new music, so people will be ready. Oh Better be ready man, for that. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be really sweet. Now. How has the band been like prepping for this? I mean, you guys have been like crazy fucking busy. I know there was like some time to get the album together, but leading up to like releasing it and dropping it. And then there's some other things you guys have been doing too that, you know, we'll try to get to talking about uh, this new music video for Pulse, which is freaking awesome. So cool. Um, you know, you. yeah, dude. Now, like, what are you guys doing like to prepare? Like, have you had a lot of practices? Like, do you like 
meet and not even jam just to discuss like logistics and details bring me up to speed um so our one guitarist eli lives in downstate new york um and so sometimes it's a little difficult uh you know getting a lot of uh rehearsal and practice but we kind of schedule it around other things that are going on like when we had um, the release last week, he came up and we had like a, a big release party and everything. So we used that time as well to uh, rehearse for the tour. Um, you know, we get in as much practice as we can, um, as we can fit in logistically and, you know, kind of make the best. Um, as far as like scheduling and everything, it's, it's mostly done via email and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But I also live with, Brant the singer, so that makes things easier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that definitely helps. Now, um, obviously, I would assume that one of the things that a band member looks forward to most on tour is actually getting to the venue and getting out and and rocking out at the shows. Other than that, what are you looking forward to most about this tour? Is there like certain cities that you haven't seen or just looking forward to playing? What do you think? Um. I mean, we've pretty much hit all these markets. We've actually never played um, Washington, D.C., so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Will Donald we be there? there. What did you say? Will Donald be there? Uh, President Trump. Oh, let's <laughs> let's not let's not bring that up. Uh, you wouldn't want him there. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm excited excited to play a show there. I've obviously been there a few times, but. I've never played a gig there, so yeah, yeah. that'll be cool. Um, mostly, I, I just really enjoy um, getting my own time to like just walk around. That's it's like one of my favorite things to do on tour. Is yeah, after we get to the venue, load in and and do everything we need to do. It's just like kind of free reign, and I don't know, just like wandering is like really fun to me. <laughs> no, weird, dude, but... it's you know, it's like exploring. You know, you're just kind of like there's so much. It's fucking crazy, man. I mean, being in a touring band, like, your world is even bigger than some people's who just kind of know, like, their own little hometowns. But even the world that you guys know then is even bigger because, you know, there's a whole fucking other planet, you know, to explore. Like, it's nuts. Like, I would totally do the same yeah. thing um, if I were on tours. Just kind of take it all in, you know, see the different places, appreciate the diversity Absolutely. of this world. You know what I mean? Yep, that's uh, I don't I don't understand how anybody could ever be bored while on a tour because like there's so many things to do. <laughs> I hear you, dude. I definitely hear you. You just gotta have that kind of mind frame and and look at the world kind mm -hmm. of in that way. So I I feel you on that. Now, um, kind of on the same token of what you were looking most forward to, what are you most nervous about? Are you nervous? Are you a nervous kind of guy? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. Not really. <laughs> No, no, I just kind of, I don't know, man. I'm confident in us. Yeah, and, you should uh, be. Mostly, I just go with the flow. I'm down with that, man. That's again, you're you're the kind of dude I'd like to chill with. Uh, and and you're coming to Pittsburgh. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a second. But um, from what I understand, uh, the band is headlining this on this tour at least one date and that's going to be the buffalo date on june the 28th at studio waiting room is that right yep oh that's gonna be epic man now that's that's the hometown show right correct you guys doing anything special for that particular date um playing more songs <laughs> okay that's definitely special yeah yeah it'll be like the first hometown shows since the record's been out so we'll probably play most of the record um which i'm looking forward to in that scenario where you're getting the opportunity to play most of the songs off the album right do right. you do you play it from start to finish even if there's like say like two or three songs that like you skip over if you're having the majority of songs just straight from this album are you guys going from start like in the uh like numbered order or do you shake it up no, we move it around. Um, I don't know. To us, like, the live set should be an entirely different experience from yeah, the record. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, we have the record how it is, and we have it set in the order that it is for a reason. Um, but when it transfers to live, it's like, we, 
I don't know. We like to use the songs as like a um, a vessel for the experience of the live show, I guess, instead of the entirety of the live show. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. We move it around for sure, and and just for like keeping things fresh for us. Um. You know, it's cool to like intro with different songs and stuff like that. Do you guys mess around at all, like with the songs, like uh? kind of on the fly like even like improving throughout i mean is there any kind of like, oh, yeah. variation yeah is there any like planned yeah, practice variation though or is it just kind of it, if you're in the vibe? is there like any like planned like variation do you know what i mean like where like there's certain areas yeah yeah there's a few um yeah we've we've done that with a few songs for sure just because of like maybe like the outro of a song doesn't transfer as well live as it does on yeah, the yeah. recording. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll switch it around. We, we're not like, you know, against doing that. We, we really enjoy, um, cause that's the whole experience of going to see a band live is like, I don't know, like you go see Tom Petty and he plays free fall and completely acoustic. It's like, that was fucking sick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you, man. Uh, I, I like when bands do that. Just keep it a little fresh and uh, it just, I don't know, I get the vibe from Head North that just you're very capable of of doing something like that because it's not easy. But your songs seem to almost like leave room for it a little bit um, if you wanted to explore it. So uh, definitely, Absolutely. yeah, dude, definitely something to uh, to appreciate there. Now, as I was saying, on June the 28th, you're going to be at your hometown show in Buffalo. But the day before that, you're actually going to be in my home base of Pittsburgh um, at... Mr. Roboto Project. Yeah, good uh good venue there. Have you ever played in Pittsburgh before? I think you have. Yep. Yep, we played uh we played the Smiling Moose a couple of times and yeah. we played Roboto as well. Okay. Uh, which one do you I like better? Roboto. There we go. <laughs> you read Roboto, my mind. Absolutely. Smiling Moose kind of sucks, not gonna lie. But, what going uh, up all the stairs? The stairs, dude, and then like there's no place for gear, so you're just like pushing through all the people, yeah, and the stage yeah. is tiny. Yep. Uh, just uh, no fun. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Roboto's cool as hell. Awesome. Um, so obviously, every, all my friends here in Pittsburgh, if you are going to be around on the 27th of June, you got to get there and and check out Head North. I actually think I will be there, so I'll I'll definitely stop awesome. up and uh, say hello for sure. Now, Ben, Thank I don't. You. I don't know if you're a hockey fan or not, uh, but the Pens just won the Stanley Cup for the second year in a row. How does that make you feel? Dude, I didn't even, like, know that. So. <laughs> um, How does it? It's yeah. really great for you. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, th- not a hockey guy or not a sports guy? Well, like, here's the deal, dude. When you're from Buffalo your whole life, like, you kind of just don't give a shit about sports. <laughs> or you give way too much of a shit about sports. Dude, you're, you're so done. right about that. You're so right. I actually know a few people yeah. that fit that mold I was on the side of not giving a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I know. Buffalo does, like, really... Uh, tend to struggle. Suck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> I was trying nah, to. Dude, fuck it. Like, we suck. <laughs> Here I am, like, every episode, I'm fucking swearing, you know, vulgar as shit. And then, like, you know, I feel bad for Buffalo. So I'm, like, trying to find the easiest words to say. Um, anyways, um, that is so funny. So uh, the Pens, yeah, they won their second Stanley Cup two years in a row. So, you know, I don't mean to rub it in or anything there about the sports luck. But uh, let me ask you this. When you think of Pittsburgh, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Just, like, kind of blurt it. What do you, what do you think? Not a grid system. No, yeah, you're talking about the fucking roads and bridges and tunnels yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah, they make no sense. Nah, they really, dude, and, and, and then it's weird when I go to, like, um, uh, Ohio. I went to school in Ohio, and most of their roads are, are kind of like what you're saying, like, in, like, this grid, like, it makes sense kind of system. But, yeah. fuck, it took me a long time to get used to that, you know? like Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's cool. It's just, like, always throws me off when I'm there because I'm, like, I, I lose my bearings of where I am and where I'm going. Yeah, dude. I still do. I've born and raised here. I left for four years to go to college, came the fuck back. And I still have to use my GPS simply because of the variation in, like, the traffic, which sucks. And construction right. is just never-ending. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely terrible. Now, um, 
when you're on tour, you're, you're saying like you like to kind of wander around and just explore a little bit. Uh, is there any city that when you're there, there's like a certain food you just have to get? Um, that's a good question, and there definitely is. I'm just blanking. Um, <laughs> there's some well, bands there's that a, like almost a, like plan their tour around like going to these food places, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say it's that extensive, but we definitely get soaks when we get like a date on at a certain place. Um, there's a cool spot actually right across the street from Roboto that has like a bunch of uh, like Staton sandwiches and stuff. I, I eat vegan personally, so like I get excited when I get to a city that has um, cool options. Yeah, to eat vegan. You know um, what? Yeah, you could find a a good amount. I would have to say I've I've been vegetarian for. Uh, just over a year here now, but you know, kind of exploring my options and um, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh se- it seems to be pretty friendly to to the lifestyle. I would say, for sure, for sure. Now, to kind of finish talking about this tour, which again is going to kick off on June the fifteenth and go through July the first. Um, what's the one thing while you're on tour that like? would set you off like you're i'm sure you and the bandmates love each other blah 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 but dude i mean at the end of the fucking day you're really really close to each other there's got to be something to kind of it's just like don't don't go there anything that bothers you while on tour um just like personal space i think is huge with us and it's something that we've figured out over the years um like i was saying before a big thing for me is is getting away and being yeah. by myself and kind of walking around for a bit. That's a, that's a huge, uh, huge thing for me and really helps me, uh, throughout the days because, you know, we're cooped up in the van, sleeping in the same places, eating at the same places most of the time. Like, you know, it's a lot. And, and I really rely and depend on that. Those few hour or two where I can just like, decompress and not talk for a bit and like be in my own head um and i think that everybody else agrees with that as well we kind of all just like spread out for a few hours and reconvene when you know the show gets going um and i think that that really helps for a while you know when we first started touring we didn't really get what was going on and we were like oh we got to stick together all the time and we just started you know cutting each other's heads off but yeah um i don't know we're all adults now so it's like easier i love it yeah every it's an interesting question to ask because everybody gives me a different kind of answer for it but i always like to kind of see what pushes your buttons just in case i ever need that as ammo for some reason so um right (laughs) now something the band is actually doing in correlation with the new album that just dropped on june the second and again you got to go and buy this thing you're also going to want to buy what i'm about to talk to you about so you guys are releasing it on vinyl, I mean, like right now, like there's like a process to get it, and I want to talk about it. Uh, for those who follow this show, even just a little, they know I'm super, super into vinyl. Uh, I actually love like 50s, 60s, and early 70s stuff. Um, but there's nothing better, and I love that bands of today are finding their place in this medium. Head North is doing something really cool. Uh, talk to us about what's going on here with uh little elephant uh a, a, an awesome little place in toledo ohio so uh obviously when we had made the decision to release this record ourselves um that then the, the very next discussion was okay what about vinyl um because normally a label would be you know handling all that for you and aka paying for it uh, <laughs> obviously vinyl is expensive out the ass and uh, a band that has literally no money would never have the opportunity to do that ourselves. So we started kind of thinking outside of the box. And uh, when we were on our last tour with Hardjack Band in March, uh, we did a, a, another little elephant session, which will be coming out soon. Oh, cool. um, and uh, we were like just hanging out and talking with them. This was the second one we had done at this point. And uh, they showed us their um, their own vinyl lathe cutting machine in their in the basement of their house. Uh, wow! I guess one of their dads is uh, a really bright engineer and helps them build this uh, lathe cutter. 
And since they installed it and got it going, um, they have been cutting all of their sessions to order and oh uh, doing it by hand, um, fulfilling the orders themselves, yada, yada, yada. Um, so when they showed us this, you know, obviously we were like, that's so cool. We were hanging out and talking about it. And that was that for that at the time. Um, and then a couple months later, we go through this whole thing and we make this decision and pops in our heads, hey, these guys have a vital machine. Um, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. So, exactly. So we hit them up and uh, we're like, hey, would you guys be interested in like working with us to some extent? And to our luck, they uh, were one step ahead of us and had been thinking about doing this for bands for a while. Wow. They were just maybe, maybe like two or three months behind. Um, so, you know, had we hit them up in like July or August about it, they would have been ready to like straight up, you know, quote unquote, bend a label and release our record. But um, they still wanted to do it and they still wanted to get on board with it. Um, so, you know, we figured out all the details and everything, but they have been so awesome. They literally like made it so easy on us. It's, it's literally somebody placed an order, send them the order information. They cut the record, they package the record, they ship the record, and they give us our cut, and that's it. Um, oh, that is so awesome. It a, is a, really, really cool. A place like that has got to blow up. Like, I, I mean, I've just got to believe that it's got to blow, like, in a good way, like, and just grow and grow and grow. Because, like, I've almost been yeah. looking for a place like that. That's amazing. Right. Well, I, I the thing is, like, because it's, they're doing it by hand and it's, done like on a lathe cutter the record is it is cut in real time right so, like, yeah yeah <laughs> to cut to cut the vinyl it takes you know the length of the record minutes, the length <laughs> of the record yeah so yeah like you know you can imagine if a band gets a hundred orders that's literally like needs worth of cutting Dude, um, that is insane so I it's mean, a lot of work and it really they put time into the product and uh in addition to that, we're we're putting some cool stuff in the records to like make the, you know, I, I guess the records are a little more expensive than we would have would have liked because of that reason. But Dude. we're including like this really cool lyric booklet yeah. that uh, I typed on a typewriter with some the, the papers are like stained by coffee and um, some some film photos that I've taken of the band over the course of recording and releasing and everything. So it's not just going to be a record, you know, it's it's, it's going to be a really special thing. Um, and I think it, it turned out really, really cool. Dude, it looks so gnarly. If I'm remembering correctly from the website, because uh, I was looking at it before the interview, I think it's 28 bucks for what you're saying, right? Right. Dude, I don't think that that's outlandish uh, for vinyl. I mean, fuck, like, I, yeah, the big name, like, big, big, like, for example, like, Roger Waters just dropped an album on the same day that you guys did on June yeah. 2nd. Um, yeah. I'm just a big Pink Floyd fan, obviously, like Roger Waters. And I went to go, Same. yeah, dude. And I went to go pick up the new album. Uh, and it's like, it's like fucking 35 or th I know it's $38. So it's another $10 Damn. that then, I mean, that to me is asinine. I just think that that's asinine. But 28 bucks for a band that is kicking ass, has an amazing album, is doing it all by themselves. And it's not, like you said, it's not just like, the vinyl like this this typed out lyric sheet on a typewriter like everything is just so hands-on and so personal i just think it's incredible it's a great deal so if anybody if anybody listening knows somebody who's into vinyl or you you yourself are you, this is the best goddamn thing you could get so um where, <laughs> where can they find this ben how do they get to purchase this headnorth.limitedrun.com I'm telling you, everybody, this is the fucking real deal. Now, my question is, I think it's cool. I just want to know. It just seemed like, wow, I wouldn't have thought of that. What's with, it's not just even like coffee stains. It, it lists it as cold brew coffee. Like, <laughs> who who came up with this and why? Like, I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, it's interesting. All right. Well, your boy's a coffee snob, first of all. <laughs> um, I've, I've been in a working in and uh i guess it's a, a hobby as well but within specialty coffee for the past year year and a half uh 
and I, I nerd out about it. I think it's really, really cool. And, uh, I don't know the, the shop that I work at, I guess, um, we carry a cold brew recipe and it's, it's just like a lot more concentrated than regular hot coffee. So right. it, you know, will affect the, the paper differently. Um, so this was your idea. Stick their hands in hot coffee. So, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I think it's really, really creative. I, I actually can't wait to see, I'm going to get me one of these and I can't wait to see, um, what it all looks like. I mean, it's just what a cool idea. Um, Here's here's my question to you. Um, it's kind of like a double question. Are, do you like vinyl? Do you collect it? Do you listen to it? I do. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have what I think is one of the coolest record players out there. It's from uh, 1947. It's a oh Philco solid state. The old like furniture record players um, that literally took up like half your living room. But uh, yeah, I got it on Craigslist for like seventy five dollars, and I've had it since then. In um, in working I condition, really, you got it for seventy five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, it's pretty clutch. Um, Holy shit! <laughs> I really, I, I do love vinyl. Um, I try to a lot it into my budget as often as I can. Um, I'm not gonna lie and say that my predominant music uh, device is Spotify because it is. Well, yeah, but uh, that, I still me really too. Love and appreciate vinyl um, a lot. Well, you know what? I'll tell you this much, man. If there was a an actual like convenient way to like <laughs> stream music through a like a turntable and, and or play records <laughs> like on the go, I would probably try yeah. to make that my main medium of of uh of mm-hmm. music playing, but yeah, no, dude, I'm all over. I got more phones and computers than you could even imagine, so I I'm, I'm hearing you. The streaming right. is is where it's at. Um the second part to that question is do you own I think it'd be awesome. I mean, do you own the, your own album on vinyl, or do you plan to? And before you answer, um, I I was telling you, I play in a few bands myself. Nothing, you know, that's even worth ever saying the band. I've never said the band names on here because it, it doesn't deserve it. Um, but I just do it because it's fun. But I've always wanted to get, like, a vinyl of my own songs just to fucking say I've done it. <laughs> like, what, are you going to jam it at all? Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I, we have I have every one of our records on ever. vinyl. Like, I, I absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh really? I, of course, I'm gonna keep one for myself, dude. Like, that's a that's a very cool thing. It's like a a, a benchmark, I guess. I um, hear you, man. I feel like some people would like. You know, I I don't think this. I just feel like some people would. I could see some people answering the question, being like, "No, dude, I don't listen to my own stuff, man." You know, like something like that. Like, <laughs> I don't fucking um, know. <laughs> I mean, I I probably don't listen to like our old records very often. Maybe like once a year. Um, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't listen to our new record a bunch. <laughs> yeah, nah, dude, I would be. I too. love it. It's yep. sick. It is sick. I would be too. Uh, so awesome. Yeah, everybody. Again, you got to go and pick up this uh vinyl. It's like twenty eight bucks. Super worth it. Does that include shipping? Do you know? Say it again. Does that include shipping? It does not, unfortunately. Hey, no. You know what? You want it to get there safe, so it makes sense. All right. So uh, we're winding down here to the end, uh, Ben, for episode 65. But before we get to the end, I actually wanted to squeeze this in, and we have a couple minutes. Uh, The band has just been crazy busy dropping a killer new album, getting ready for a healthy tour, getting merch all lined up, and you even found some time to drop a music video for Pulse. I actually think that this is such an awesome, trippy, just rocking video. It really, it really is so cool. How much fun did you guys have creating it? It was so much fun, dude. We did, like, the weirdest shit, and uh, I, I have to give a lot of credit to the, to the director, Neil Machieski. Um Just a buddy of mine in the area. He totally killed it. He came up with the whole, like, acid trip plan and yeah. uh, got oh. all the people together and everything. And it really worked because that song is some weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it needed a video to reflect that. Oh, I just was really impressed with this. Like, I really mean it. I was really impressed. Um, I kind of want to know where can I get some of that laced up Andy's candies, though, dude? Like, can you hook a brother up? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you a link. Actually. <laughs> what was the best memory from creating this video? 
Um, best memory, best memory. Any like thing I mean, funny happen or anything while you guys were shooting? Um, uh, well, we did obviously we did it in this motel, right? And uh, the only reason we were able to do that was because the director's dad like owns the building or something. Oh, okay. And, I was uh, wondering how you guys were able to do that. Yeah. Funny. All right. Yeah. So uh, that was like kind of interesting, you know, the people, the regular crowd of people being at this motel, and then there's just us like playing very loud music. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, just those the normal like weird looks that we got from that were were, were funny in itself. Yeah, I can imagine that. Um, now, the question with with bands that are putting out music videos that I always like to ask is. There, there usually is at least one in every band. Who is the worst person in front of the camera in the band? Like, who sucks at acting? Or, like, who is just, like, honest to God, shouldn't even be on the screen? Is there somebody in the band? Um, I don't know. I don't want to, like, single anybody out. I oh, would say that, Ben, like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> we've, I don't know. We've all, like, kind of gotten more used to it, uh, doing them more often, I guess. Because you kind of like you gotta separate yourself, I guess, and and realize that you're just putting on a, a face to like not look like an idiot. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna say myself. Just to, uh, <laughs> to, like, what a diplomatic else. answer, Ben! I'll tell you what. I could see why you're the one doing the interview. Maybe if I talked to somebody else <laughs> in the band, they wouldn't be able to answer so uh, like non-confrontationally. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, you know what? You got it. You're about to go on tour. You're right. I shouldn't be stirring the pot right now. All right. Um, so, again, everybody, there's this new music video. It dropped, like, I want to say, like, a week before the new album, maybe, or just recently. Um, it was, like, three days before. Okay, there we go. Um, my timeline is correct in my mind. So, very, very, very cool video for Pulse, which is also uh, just a gnarly track off of the debut full-length from Head North, titled The Last Living Man Alive Ever in the History of the World. Ben, before we sign off, I had to take a big breath after that. Um, before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to add or say to your fans? Um, thanks for listening, finally. And uh, come see us rock. All right, dude. So, look, we are at the end of episode 65. I was really looking forward to this conversation. I think the album just is knocked out of the park. Uh, nicely done, and I'm looking forward to catching you guys on tour here uh, in Pittsburgh. It's going to be uh, a really good time. And, uh, Ben, I want you to hang on. We're going to talk off the air, but thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Likewise, man. Appreciate it, too. Once again, I want to thank Ben from Head North for being with me here for episode 65 of Spinning Thoughts. If you haven't listened to their debut full length, The Last Living Man Alive Ever in the History of the World, you've got to go and do it. It came out on June the 2nd, and it's just really 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 good they'll be on tour starting june the 15th through july the 1st if they are near you get your asses out there and see them they rock while you're checking out head north make sure you're checking us out on twitter at spin thoughts we're on facebook and soundcloud you can subscribe to the show for free on itunes google play tune in stitcher and all of those other places our website is the we have a new fan review out there and our hard rock metal guru j bone just dropped something about the new foo fighters uh, single, I think it's called Run. It is really a gnarly, nasty song. So go check those things out. And then this week, I'm telling you, this week I'm dropping uh, the biggest announcement that Spinning Thoughts has ever had to date. So you'll want to stay tuned for more information. Everybody, I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Remember to share music and spread love. There is a playful dog by the train today. I've been waiting for a long